BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, this is the legendary cocaine. And you're checking out the library with Tim Ininko on www.rapstation.com All I know is coke and D's I don't want these cold on street Stick to the code Where the real niggas be from Detroit Live on the D.E.T. We get them pies for the C.O.D. When Nas signed Boldy James as his first artist on Masculine Records, if you heard Boldy or not, you knew this artist was crazy talented. He recently dropped his latest EP, The Art of Rock Climbing, presented by DJ Butter, a strong album which features Eddie Stubbles, Reddy Rock, Tommy Guns, Russell P. Conway, and Cocaine. And the album also has great album artwork. Uh, Boldy James, welcome to the library with Tim Einigel on RapStation.com. My pleasure, bro. Came up undertaying, that's why to this day it's hard for me to put this gun away. We let the drummers play. Quick to run the play, it's always gonna be a nigga hating. Look the other way. I try to turn the other cheek and pearl another sweet. Waiting on a good word, heard it's gonna be a cool. Thank you, thank you so much for being here. So let's start with the album artwork. It's of the the fat the Detroit hip hop founding fathers. It's uh on the heads of Mount Rush Bar. You have Jay Dilla, proof. Blade Icewood and MC Breed, and it's you and, and DJ Butter uh, scaling them. And you've talked about the different ways we could you could interpret this. Uh, you've said the art can be interpreted as showing how getting out of Detroit is akin to scaling a mountain. Another interpretation is a nod to your former rock singing days. And another interpretation is about chasing uh, dead presidents. Um, for you, if you were to take these interpretations and put them into, I guess, order of relevance to you and how they influence you as an artist and as a person, how would you order them? Well, it all just boils down, like to simplify it, it all just boils down to like power move mountains, mm. you know? And um, I just feel like I've been at this for so long that, you know, maybe I haven't made it as far in the rap game because I'm not as animated as a lot of people or I'm not willing to exaggerate as much as they are. So, so, so to speak, like, my music be like, it'd be like true to self, but that can be like a, a gift and a curse, you know what I mean? Because if I say something crazy in one of my records and... You know, people who know me, they then they get the questioning like, uh, like, am I speaking family business or like, is is that like uh, permitted within the guidelines in which like govern street life? Mm. So I gotta be like, 
careful about what I say, who I say it about, because up until the point I started rapping with Master Peel, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, completely removed from my former life and like, you know what I'm saying, my past. How being with being signed by Master Peel versus being an artist that wasn't how, I guess how has your writing or your your influences or inspiration how have that changed to me i feel like i was doper when i didn't care as much to where what people thought about the music but now that i know people listening and you know it's expect expectations that's supposed to be made it's a certain bar that's supposed to be set it's like i'm um I'm too judgmental and too self-absorbed in the music I'm making right now because it's not as as fun as it was as when it wasn't so like you know detrimental that you know I gotta live up to the hype of certain things that come with just being in the music industry. You know what I mean, like. The, pol- the politics and um, the business behind the music, all that shit, like, it just all, it all, you know, play a role in the music I make. It. Plus, like, I've been a, a parent, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to to children, you know what I'm saying? And, and I had a family since I've been maybe 24 years old. So my mindset is a lot different than the younger kids and the younger cats coming up because, you know, I done been through all the bullshit that they about to go through. And I done survived that shit. So me looking at it from the outside in, I just be trying to slow my road and get ready to be an old man and hopefully I'll be comfortable in my old life. You know what I mean? My past don't catch up with me. I want to talk more about, I mean, the, you know, the, the, the stories behind, uh, you know, creating the art of rock climbing. But prior to that, I want to uh, talk about one of the, uh, the founding fathers on the, uh, the artwork, uh, Jay Dilla. Um, I, I to talk about him because he, he's that, he's that producer that not a lot of people realize they were listening to when they were listening to him until after the fact. Uh, and even like, I'm one of the, I'm one of, I'm one of those people. So when did so okay so when did you know you were listening to Dilla and then what did it mean for you that this was a dude from Detroit that was having this significant impact on rap music and hip hop culture? Okay, Jay Dilla was going through uh, some legal issues. You know, this is even after he was deceased already. Um, they were going through a lot of legal issues about his music. So I had got contacted maybe seven years ago to work on some Dilla music. And somebody um, that I was working with let me know the importance of Dilla to my city and the whole Detroit lineage of, like, hip-hop. So um, I got in contact with the person that was in charge of organizing the shuffle that was going on with Dilla's music at the time. His mother, I met his mother, you know what I'm saying, real sweet lady, me and her. You know, we got a... Um, a pretty good relationship, you know what I mean? If she seen me, she know who I was, speak to me, hug on me, kiss my face, all that, you know what I mean? Like, it's all love. And um, the person that was, you know, delegating most of her business for 
um, I was introduced to him through my man Killer Gans. Um, his name JT, the guy who was in, tr- in charge of the, the music, and he asked me did I want to do a song on the Jay Dilla album, man. You know, I got informed on how important that was. So, you know, I stepped up to the plate, seized the, seized the opportunity, you know what I mean? And um, I made a song called Victory on the Rebirth of Jay Dilla album. Kind creatures, body black. Drugs on 7-6, the H-Pillar, Detroit City, home of Jay Dillon, tryna do it way bigger than Blade did it, for the D-Town, and the main niggas, underground kings, and them gray diggers, on my Freddie Gibbs shit, straight killer, cheese came home at this eight winner, my niggas, we had to sit down and ate dinner, drunk a fifth down, blew about eight Swiss, and he yeah. asked up since before he went I performed at one of the Dillard Day shows at the Fillmore, years back, maybe like four or five years back. And since then, I've realized how many people that Dylan has aided and assisted in their musical journeys towards success, you know what I mean? All around America, I didn't know how big overseas he was until, you know, I got to notice it. Like, even even Nas respects Jay Dillard's craft, you know what I mean? Being one of the most prolific authors of my time, you know what I mean? That's like a a, a badge of honor Dillard got to, you know, take to the grave with him even after he was dead, you know what I mean? Like, the blessings, they just, they non-stop when, when you that iconic, you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't realize that, but now that, you know, I'm familiar with the legacy and the works of Dillard, you know, I always feel like, you know, that was just, you know, um, God just blessing me because he know how much I love the music. And this is a certain song that I'll be looking for. So, Dilla always had, like, the ill sample change up. He, he just had an ill style. Like, he make, like, left-handed beats. Like, he got, like, a softball style, like, when it comes to production. Mm. And I just, I just admire his craft. You know what I mean? Like, Especially now that I'm, you know, like aware of, you know what I'm saying, the mark he made in the game, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's always salute the dealer. So I want to turn back to the uh, the art of rock climbing. Um, you, you know, you say that part of the, during halfway through making the, the, the EP, uh, you had to go away due to uh, probation violations and warrants. How, if at all, did the mission or the purpose of the Art of Rock Lifing change with this break? And did you already have these tracks written, or were you writing them at the time? Um, a lot of the music was already recorded, and it was a couple records I did after, you know what I'm saying? I did. I had um, got time served for the probation violation and shit. There wasn't nothing but some slap on the wrist shit, but it was just in this racist-ass county that... You know, they like to lock you up for a lot of petty shit and they be stretching niggas out. So, you know, I just went through that for a minute. Plus, I was fighting a whole bunch of other cases. So I didn't know exactly when I was going to be getting released. When, when I was going to be getting released from, uh, from the joint. But, you know, uh, I made it through that, God bless. You know what I'm saying? And I got, as soon as I got out, I got straight back to work. You know, I just... I hadn't released no music in in two years because I was between managers. I had fired my manager, and I didn't find nobody to work with that was, 
you know, like um, conducive to the shit that I was doing, you know, with my direction on the music, where I was trying to go with the shit. So I ended up finding somebody to work with that, you know, complement what I do as well. So I put that together, and now I'm back up and running it. You know, I was working the whole time. I had never stopped recording. Like, it's so many, it's so many niggas in Detroit I've been working with, so many artists, like, that I listen to their music and they probably don't even know I'm fans of them, you know what I mean? But I just love, I just love my city, so you know I never, uh, I never looked down on none of the up and coming artists, even when I was the only one in the city with a record deal at the time. Like from, from my, um, from my demographic of the type of street music that we make in Detroit City. From like you know the the real the real side of shit, not niggas you know get a, a chance to make records and create a brand new life and a, they got a clean slate just because they rap. I'm talking about like you know from niggas that's from the nitty gritty and niggas who can vouch and verify like you know that I come from the same shit that we are trying to escape. You know so you know I was like considering one of the chosen ones around my way, but I still never wore that on my sleeve in front of nobody that I felt like, you know, um, one day they could possibly, you know, exceed the way I took it to, you know what I'm saying? So I never just, I never judge a book before I read the motherfucker, you feel me? Right, right, definitely. Um, So what, I mean, what, what, what 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 initially drew you to to hip hop music and rap culture, um, and what is your kind of what's your mission with this entire this higher entire art form? Just to get people to see life from my perspective and my standpoint, where I'm coming from, where I'm from, you know what I'm saying, and be able to relate to people that you know uh, represent the. the the ghetto and the struggle and, you know, people who overcome, like, you know, uh, all type of adversity, just people that's, that's persevering, you know what I mean? People who, people who just know how to survive in whatever conditions and they're going to make the best out of it. Like, that's what we represent where I'm from. Like, Detroit City, like, I'll just be trying to, Get people like that that big city boy outlook on life, you know what I mean? Because the country boys got the shit in the headlock right now. Like they can just get on the track and say whatever and make it sound good because they partying with it. But me, I don't even really go out a lot, you know what I mean? Like when I go out, this it's business purposes or somebody trying to drag me out. You feel <laughs> me? I ain't with all that shit. Like I'll be uh, in the studio in the street somewhere. Or, at the crib with my kids trying to come up with a game plan you know, move us on to bigger and better things, you know what I mean? I ain't, I'm never content with nothing but, you know, the the love God got for me. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all I'm that's all I'm satisfied with. And ain't no amount of money I can count that make me feel like I can ever stop working or it's not a um it's not an accomplishment I can achieve and feel like, you know what I mean? That's, I'm doing grand. You know what I mean? It's always work, work, work for me. Like, even when 
ain't no money being made. And niggas still be like brainstorming all type of shit so that, you know, in the future, you know what I'm saying, that none of that time got wasted, you know what I mean? And it all materialized into something eventually, you know what I mean? And hopefully most of it's monetary, if not just about something that holds value, you know? So, I don't know, I got my head screwed on straight, nigga, just from a twisted up ass world, man. <laughs> um, the track uh, Heavy in the Game, which might be one of my favorite on the album, uh, you spit, and I won't. I won't ruin it. But you spit. Nazi to one mic. I told him all I need is one track. I told him shit. All I need is one track. One thing, one line, and one line that's untapped. A couple front runners and some drummers that a gun clap. Out the five hundred on run flat. How the fuck you selling keys and they anting up on the dub set? It's a verse for me that that I feel like it's great because, and I could, and this, please let me know if I'm interpreting it correctly, but. I feel like you're doing you're you're kind of telling multiple stories here or points of view, but using just you know one straight line, and it's kind of like the story of street life, but also a story for you of making music. Um, can you That's talk- exactly what it is. I just because words can never pinpoint real life 110 percent accuracy. You know what I mean? So I try to you know, be descriptive enough to damn near be as accurate as I can, you know what I'm saying, within within reason and within the means of, like, you know what I'm saying, my reality, you know what I mean? Because I could get on the track and say anything, but I got to say shit that I'm good with before I even release the music to y'all. I got to make sure that I'm 100 with the shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How, I like what I guess for me. How how do you, how do you come up with like that that verse? I mean, what is the what is I guess the writing process for you? Like, where do you like? Do you remember where you were at at the time when you wrote that? I guess that particular song. I was at. Um, I want to say one of the dramatics worked with one of my homeboys, and he was producing, and he had a studio. And uh, my homeboy Hank, he locked up right now. He was with me. And they played the beat. And I wasn't too, I wasn't too, like, sure that that was the right beat at that moment. But my man, he told me, like, hey, this just sound different. Like, see what you could do on this. Like, come up with some crazy shit on this. And he was like, this would be nobody would pick. But I, I think you would sound good on it. So... I got to fucking with it, and when I got done with it, the, the end result of it, the finished product, shit, they was fucking with that shit. So, you know, it, I had to sit on it for a minute because that's just how I am with my songs. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's rare that I just make something fresh off the press and be like, well, we putting this shit out tomorrow. Like, <laughs> no, no song, you know what I'm saying? It, it's like, even if I do top the last song, I'm trying to top the next one. You know what I mean? Like that's just my that's just my mind state, man. I'm like I said, like I ain't never full enough, but I ain't never hungry enough neither though. But at the same time I feel like a nigga be starving and I ain't eat. <laughs> I was reading a review on the art of rock climbing and the journalist threw out a sentence which I in turn will turn into a question. Uh so the question is the question would be uh so 
obviously people are wondering, but you know, obviously you're the first person signed by Nas to Mass Appeal Records, um, and I think people are wondering because you're obviously so talented what you do will 2017 be the year that we hear a a boldly james boldly james and a nas on the same track yeah for sure like i already got tracks i already got tracks with um it's just about time and and like perfect execution as my man how did they say you gotta execute like we can sit there and come up with a million ideas and bounce them off each other all day playing ping pong. But, you know, the objective is to score. You know what I'm saying? The objective is to bring the trophy home. Shit. You know? The, like the Super Bowl. You seen it. You know what I'm saying? Never. Never. You know what I'm saying? It ain't over till it's over, baby. Shit. Like I say, we always find a be creative and come up with ideas to make new money. That's what we are. Like, city of the flag guys. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just be sitting around fresh on, on off Randy Tuesday. Ain't even shit to do. Everybody just sitting in the studio fresh as hell. We ain't even got shit to do. We about to smoke a shitload of weed and come up with some more creative ideas to make more money. That's all we on. What's next for you? I, I understand that you, you're dropping a new project. Mm-hmm. The House of Blues is coming in three weeks. Exactly three weeks. What's today's date? The 7th? The 7th. You got 20 days. I mean, I guess how should listeners like look out for what you're doing and you know, obviously get, this, get the art of rock climbing, but also the new album once it drops? The art of rock climbing was the taste tester for all my... All my fans who I know I've been stalling them out and not dropping no music. So I just gave them a, a project just to get off craps. It still was some good dope, though. But this new batch, yeah. I'm about to make their mama, I'm about to have their mama shaking that ass on the couch <laughs> off this one. I'm about to get granny, we about to get granny up out of her, out her wheelchair. <laughs> we gonna make a, we gonna make a move a little bit on this and cause they ain't know. Then you know I could bounce a little bit and still keep it with them like you know. The um still keep it with them like I can reason to what I do. Like what you know I do on the hip hop end. I really didn't like over party, like like I said, it's hard for me to be animated. Even when I be thinking I'm turned up, I'm really mild as hell. Mm-hmm. So I gotta like I don't know, different struggles, different folks, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just a delayed back, cool, kind of collective type, you know? Boldy James, uh, recent album is The Art of Rock Climbing. Make sure to check out his new work in three weeks, uh, February 27th. Uh, Bodhi, uh, thank you so much for joining me in the library with Tim Ida Keller on RapStation.com. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. My Seven concrete.
Do we really get a man, nigga? Ass go. We had just bumped into my man's off of Jefferson and Casual. He got an outstanding balance and it was past due. Last time a nigga had this happen was a bad dude. Sent me on a dummy run for a honey bun. Wanted me the fronty one every time he grabbed two. The last few times he ain't bring all the cash through. Came short and he still owe up for them last two. It ain't no hassle to point him at you. I would hate to, but I'd be more than glad to. Cause Bodie been a hitter since a little rascal. By my family and my business like my brother Costco. And my rich habit hoodie sticking to the dress code. Counting money on the shit or I'm a rich asshole. Hundred dollar bill or finna get my tax on. The plug don't know my name, he just know I get that bag on. Nigga threw me to the woods, ran off on the plug. And dug his own grave, but it was never love. Living in the streets where everything is done. Catches up with you eventually, so I just let him run. The first rule of thumb, yeah. Pinky ring on free. And my trigger finger on my gun. Uh huh. Ring finger married to the street. Ain't got no heat, better get you some Strap up, they gon' send me back to the clean show If I get caught with another gun Uh, when my ring fingers married to the I owe you more money, more snakes. I keep the grass good. Just bought a shot and with the beam, I tear it up. Drink got the speed, rocking like a house party. Got a rack, then back, gray house, shout it. Big wood, seven grammas, all waxed out. Six ounce, two dudes, five hundred to cash out. Country boys rocking robins, I'm a coke boy. Lactose flour, little sugar, be the cut boy. I don't finesse the food dangle, my work be A1. Shit, you only good as your plug in my nigga day one. Eight rays, caught once a little weed case. Shit, I went back to the block with the spree. Nigga threw me to the woods, ran off on the blood. And dug his own grave, but it was never love. Living in the streets where everything is done. Catches up with you eventually, so I just let him run. The first rule of thumb, yeah. Pinky ring on free And my trigger finger on my gun uh-huh. Ring finger married to the street yeah. Ain't got no heat, better get you some Strap up, they gon' send me back to the clean show If I get caught with another gun uh, And my ring finger married to the street uh, And my middle finger to the chair Cockney in his business, a high beamers Demons. Block full of hemas, so that pot getting greener yeah. Bitch top to the penis, shorty hot like Selena They drop from Pasadena, rock up like Farina Farina, Corona Queens, my whole team is the money crew money. Tell you what that money do, a bitch will let a donkey screw Make a nigga gun at you, uh-huh. nigga make a funny move yeah. Come through with the mummy juice, blade to make your tummy ooze Bags and scales all hell to the royal team Shout out to them boys from that Detroit scene My blue magic got the attic on the toilet lean That white girl make your head twirl But that boy is mean Block on lock, rape, rock with the loyalist fiends Being camouflaged screams like I'm deploying marines All so you gotta do is send them out to that boy is the queen Yeah, kid you all but a motherfucker Get Something out of this game. 
lot of people going and they got it embedded in their heart. You know, it's not even in their heart. They just want to do it because they want to ride the caddies, they want to ride the benzes, the scourges, or whatever it is they can get in to look good, ride, put some 20s on, whatever, Volkswagen, they don't care, you know, they just want to get down. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.